touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Welcome back to Generous Debate. Today is Friday, November 29th. Blake, the game is tomorrow. The game, the game, the game. The team, the, the team, the team. Oh, thank you for the I can't, I can't fucking wait. The week you guys have all been waiting for. It is the hate week of all hate weeks. Michigan State's like mini hate week. This is hate week. This is it. Blake, Blake I hate you. I, so, I, put I. that out there. You know what? I fucking hate you. How about that? Oh, there we go. There um, it is. I've, I think we've been looking forward to this week um, since, like, I've been looking, at least I've been looking forward to this week since Justin Fields got to Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't mean, really say the same because it's just such a yearly <laughs> ass-kicking, but every year there's new hope, and that's how I'm feeling today. There's new hope. I'm getting juiced up, and for all of your are guys. You, are you fully on board right now? Like if the if the ship left, are you are you on? Oh, the I'm boats? on. I'm on the boat. Are you steering it? I'm not steering it. No, I'm not captaining the ship, but I'm on it. Really? I'm definitely. I'm on the boat. I'm. I'm near the front. I'm part of the crew. Uh, but I, I I'm not steering it now. Give me maybe tomorrow. I'll watch a couple of hype videos. Wake up tomorrow. Head down to Ann Arbor. <laughs> then I'll be driving the ship. But you know I'm. I you know the, so the there's weather. a possibility that if, if the keys were handed over to you on the boat, I, I wouldn't you'd, turn you'd it down. Take, no, no, no. Wouldn't I, I wouldn't say down. I wouldn't say give it to someone else. I'd say you know what I will step up and do my duty and steer this ship. And I feel I'm getting there. I'm definitely definitely getting ready to push the captain off to the side and say this is my boat. I'm ready. All right, I love that. Um, and we'll Josh, get we'll get Josh way Josh more is, into that, this. Yeah, Josh is full on board, but I'll um, I'll get I'll give more of my reasons. Yeah, we'll we'll uh, touch on this game a little later. Um, let's get into a little recap last week. Um, obviously Ohio state has Penn state at home, um, took care of business. I thought, I thought it could have been a blowout. Um, there's two fumbles uh, in your own 30 yard line, 25 yard line, and then goal line. Um, that's pretty tough, but the, for them to be able to bounce back, I know it's at home, but for that, even for them to like basically blow almost a 21 point lead and then come still, back still and, almost covered. Yeah. It's still almost covered and still basically take the, they took the reins back. Like Ryan Day pulled yeah, him over I mean, on the sideline and said, "Hey, like this is this is gonna be who you are right now. Is how you you get punched in the face. Or are you gonna be able to fight back?" They fought back, um, and they didn't throw the balls because I wanted them to, but they they still got the job weather. done. And yeah, not good weather, but um, and, and I think uh, one one other tough thing, real quick, is I think not being a game planning for Sean Clifford because they were shutting Sean Clifford down. Well, yeah, he's like, not. He's also very not very good. Well, it doesn't matter because they shut him down. Like he was, he was going nowhere. He wasn't doing anything, and then all of a sudden they get this backup, and they have a game plan for. And he's a six three, like two thirty pound guy, and he's just running everywhere. He's a run first guy, yeah. Yeah. Um. So that was a little um, tough to like in in game game plan for, but like I said, they got it done. That kid eventually shoot him his pants and basically fumbled on his own goal line. But um, I like what I saw, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna roll the rest of the season. Um, I take. I have a little bit of a different take. Pretty similar though. Um, basically, I chuckled when I saw people say like, "Oh, Ohio State struggled." I mean, yeah, they definitely played one of their worst games of the year. But it's still like that game was three plays away from a blowout. Yeah, 
that I mean that was it was still an ass kicking. That was like yeah, when people yeah, like, crazy. Oh. I just see like like Penn State what they put on paper is a lot better what they put on the field. <laughs> yeah, as as a Michigan fan, like I wasn't like I didn't watch watching and be like oh yes, like I'm foaming at the mouth. I'm right, like. No, I was still like, you know, that's one Justin Fields fumble away from being 28 nothing, and then two more fumbles from it being 42-14. to 14. Like, yeah. I mean, that game was – and that's in the bad weather too. So, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were definitely some things that I saw as a Michigan that I was encouraged by. Like, um, you know, just – just you don't usually don't see Ohio State turn the ball over like that, so that was kind of nice. But, um, yeah, we'll see. I definitely didn't watch that game and be like, oh, yeah, I felt good. I mean – Penn State was the inferior team, and Ohio State handled them like they were. So. Yeah. Just one quick thing before we move on. Chase Young is just a man playing against boys. He should be the number one pick. I I think he should be too, but I'm depending on who's dra- go depending on who's drafting. Yeah, but I think no matter what, somebody's still going to go quarterback. But you think um, the Redskins go quarterback after drafting the savior? Well, I, I think the Bengals. Redskins? The Bengals right now are the clear front runner for the, for their first pick. Okay. Because yeah. they haven't won a game yet. Yeah, so and, it's gonna be the, and the Lions just fucking lost to the Redskins, so that screws the Redskins' chances even over even more. Um, but Chase, I, like every time he was guarded by one guy, like single guarded, he got to the quarterback basically every time. Yeah, no, um, Michigan's, Michigan's caused a sack, hurry up or something. I mean, and he he is. He had two sacks, a forced fumble, and I think two tackles for losses, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was just yeah, absurd stat line in his first game back and. I just can't wait to see what he's going to do against Michigan. They're going to have to double team. They're going to have to chip him, and just I mean, he's going to require all the attention. So yeah, as, as he should. So yeah. Uh, moving on, we we'll get into Michigan thirty nine, Indiana fourteen. Um, Nico Collins with three touchdowns, and DPJ with one, Ronnie Bell with one. And I'll talk more about this when we get to the game. But Shea is playing the best he's played in his career. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah, Shea is on his Shea is on a very high um, upswing right now. I'd say with his game, my I think biggest everything's clicking. But um, I just don't. I don't. I don't know how he's gonna look against a top tier defense. That's fair. My biggest thing. My biggest takeaway was how uh, how the offense like that. That I mean, that was the offense of at least play calling wise that I've been expecting all year. Don't if your run game's not working, you don't have to force it. Just throw the ball. Let your best players be your best players. So that was that was encouraging. And Indiana's not a bad team. No, definitely not. A they're bad sneaky team. good. No, yeah, but they, I mean I, they, they, that I game was, was close. I was expecting a tight game though. Yeah, that game was close for a little while, and then all of a sudden, I think the I think with the rain and then the, in, Indiana killed themselves with penalties. Yeah, they did, but Michigan I mean, also handled them. Yeah, yeah, and they like they did, but Indiana's defense just really couldn't—they couldn't stop anyone, really. No, that's true. And they, I was, Shea, I was, had, Shea had all day to throw. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, but you can't, as a Michigan fan, you can't ask for much more. Go like to feel any more confident going into the next week. So yeah, I think it, yeah, at least you guys didn't like sleepwalk into the game. I thought you guys almost—you almost did. They like did. It came out 14, slow. Yeah, it was fourteen-seven uh, Indiana. Yeah. Um, one small thing that encouraged me was how they, because Indiana had, I mean, I know it's because Ohio State doesn't play in the second half, but Indiana did have the top rating, rated passing attack in the Big Ten. So I was encouraged with how they handled the sl- uh, the slant routes and the little under stuff that a lot of, a lot of things that Ohio State did. So that was also a little encouraging. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Georgia, Texas A and M. 
snooze fast. Yeah, Georgia is just – they're not explosive this year at all. Well, they lost all their outside receivers. Yeah. I mean, Don't we still have that. DeAndre Swift. Yeah, I know. It's just he's not a, the he's same. A, I, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, when you lose all the top wideouts, it does definitely suck. But um, I think Georgia's – right now – I don't know. I just they're just getting just by. T- they're just getting by. Yeah, they're, I think they're hanging around, hanging around, hanging around. I'm really curious to see when they play LSU in the SEC championship game. What happens? See, I think I think LSU is winning big. I I just think Georgia's just getting by. They're not they're not doing enough to. They just don't look inspired. They don't look. They, they don't, don't look, look up, but they don't need to be up right now. I guess. I guess. But yeah, right, that was kind of a snoozer snoozer game. Not really yeah. much to. Um, also another student of a game, Baylor, Texas, Baylor, just from, from the, from the coin flip, um, <laughs> Baylor just was running Texas down all day. Yeah. It was Baylor's home and Baylor needed this game. Um, but Texas is so bad and Texas is not back and they will not be back. Fuck you, Sam Ellinger. Speaking of Texas touchdown, they trail Texas and, um, or uh, Texas tech 14, seven, as we speak. Just if you care. But either way, um, the stat of the week, I think, of, well, besides Jim Harbaugh's 0-4 or 0-5, whatever it is, against Ohio State, the other stat of the week is Texas has lost four games in the last – every year in the past 10 years, which is just mind-blowing. Like, I can't believe – they beat Georgia last year in the Sugar Bowl. They, lo- they still lost four games last year. Yeah. I just – that's bananas to me. Yeah, they, they lose these weird games every year. And then they're I, in games they shouldn't be. You know, it makes me happy because Texas – I think Texas is the king of we're back. Michigan isn't, I think, anymore. I think Texas is the king of we're back and we're not actually back. <laughs> neither, neither of you guys are back. but No, no, but I think Michigan is more back than Texas is back. I can hang my hat on that. Yeah, okay, I'd agree with you, but they're still not back, so it still doesn't matter. No, I know. I just – it's funny. Well, who's more back, Michigan or Notre Dame? I think it's pretty even. Notre Dame. Why do you say that? They made the playoff. Did they deserve to be in the playoff last year? Doesn't matter. It's fair. It's fair. They I handled their schedule and they beat you guys last year. I can't believe Texas was ranked number nine last year to finish the year after they beat Georgia and they still had four losses. Like last year was the year I felt like they didn't have four losses, but they did. Yeah. All right, moving on to the shittiest game of them all. Um, Michigan State blanks Rutgers 27-0. There's a slow clap for you, Michigan State. First win se- since September. Good for you guys. Really proud of you. Really think you're doing well. You're getting getting the gears going in the right direction. Yeah. So so one more uh, this Saturday against Maryland, and they can they can go bowling if they really want to after. <laughs> yeah, you can go play in the Quick Lane Bowl. Go yeah. play Central. Yep. So uh, I don't know. The team's a joke. I've, I'm done. I'm done giving them the light of day. Are you? Um, are they keeping D'Antonio? I think they are. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. I, I hope they do. The, you, know dude, you know what's scary? This team loses everything from whatever they have this year. They're gonna, I know. They are going to be bad next year. Yeah. Like basement dwellers in the big time. I know you're like, oh, new quarterback, new quarterback. You're losing everything from that defense. You're not recruiting well. You're not bringing in, in, bringing in any talent. We're losing our PED using defense. Nice. Well, they, are, they were supposed to be good. That was supposed to be one of the top defense in the nation. So It, it was. Um, all right, let's move on to this week, week 14 in college football. Um, so sad to say. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati at Memphis. Memphis is laying 330. Yeah, Memphis is laying 13. 
Um, I don't think I'm going to play this game, but I think I think I'd lean Cincinnati mm. here. Oh, or is it Cincy score. that's clinched? Who, which one's clinched? I would think Memphis. Okay, then Memphis. Yeah, so then I lean Cincy. Okay, because yeah. I don't think Memphis is going to. Because th- this is the this is the the game that w- they're going to play again in the t- in the title. Yeah, I just, I just don't think Cincinnati can score. Their offense is anemic. Their defense is good, but they just I don't know. Luke Fickle, proud yeah, baby. The, yeah, maybe. Yeah, the only he's like the only Ohio State coach to lose in Michigan this decade. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> hang my head on that. Yeah, so I I don't know. I would lean Memphis. Um, not a whole lot of big opinions on this game. They're like you said, they're going to play in what two weeks? Yeah. So. We'll get a rematch. I, I think Memphis is a better team. They should. Maybe since he covers, but Memphis probably wins. Talent, talent will win out there, I think. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the Iron Bowl. Um, this will be a real good game in my eyes, I think. Um, Alabama lane three at Auburn. Um, I wish Tua was playing. Although, actually, if Tua was playing, this might be more of a bigger spread, actually, I think. Yeah, it'd be like six or seven. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like it's like the – it's. Very much like the game. Doesn't matter. You throw the records out. It's they care about this game more than anything. It's you know you know yep. the old joke. They in, in Alabama they they uh, do commercials for free Iron Bowl tickets, and then all the the sleaze bags that don't pay their child support come out, and then they all get arrested. That's a real thing. You can look that up. Uh, um, but yeah, um, I would actually lean Auburn here. I think I Mac Jones yeah. doesn't really do much, but neither does Bo Nix. Ah. Yeah, Ooh, I don't think I can. So I don't think I can. Cold on Bo Nix all I don't year. think I can bet on this fucking freshman anymore this year. Um, you don't get Richmond against Alabama, so I, I think I'd take Alabama minus three. But I would not be shocked if Auburn came out and won won this game, like last second field goal or something like that. It'd be so um, Auburn too. Like yeah, nine and three doesn't even mean anything for him. Yeah, I'm just trying to play spoiler. It. But I wouldn't so hate it. I think I think it. So let's say let's get a little college football playoff here. Um, if Auburn beats Alabama and Georgia loses to LSU, LSU in the SEC championship game, you got to put Georgia in over Alabama. Well, no, I don't think either one. I think you take either Oklahoma or Utah. Really? You think you take yes. yes. Instead of a two loss SEC, yes. Or at least that's what should happen, I think. I don't know. The, the, the committees. You're telling me Georgia coming off a loss in the SEC championship game would go? I don't know. I, I'm just saying. Uh, I don't know. I think it's I think it's Oklahoma or it's Utah. But what if um, Utah loses? I mean, I don't speaking, know. Speaking of the Pac-12, a game we didn't even recap, how about the Ducks going down to Arizona State? Yeah, on we the road that game. to 5-5 five and five Herm Edwards. Hello, <laughs> you play to win, win the game. game. Sorry, sorry, Oregon doesn't, though. No. Justin Herbert does Just, not look good. Oh, my God. Justin just, Herbert, just interception, Herbert. Yeah, um, his draft stock took a monumental hit on this game. How do you not I think leave that monumental? You were going to be a top five pick, dude. He threw so many interceptions late in that game, I couldn't believe my eyes. It was hilarious. Credit to Josh and I. We both took Arizona State live. Um, Blake force fed it to me. Yeah, made him do it. Held him down. Made him do it. Um, yeah, no, I just, that was... Justin Herbert sucks so bad. Oregon is who we thought they were. Oregon is Frogs. not. Yeah, how do you go on? I, 
it's Arizona State on the road at night and you lose. They're five and five. Well, Michigan State would know something about that. They did that last year too. But um, no, yeah, that's uh, well. See, but if you're Utah now, going bringing this full circle, if you're Utah, you needed Oregon to win that game. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, like you said, I think if uh, I think if Bama goes down to Auburn, now that I'm thinking about, it, it's probably going to be Oklahoma, even though they haven't. They've been just barely getting by by the skin of their teeth lately. Yeah, but who would who would Oklahoma play in the Big well, Twelve championship game? I think they Big Twelve. I think they play Baylor again. But okay, so what if Baylor beats them? Does Baylor oh, okay. now go? Okay, then yeah, then one loss Baylor's back in the conversation. I don't like, know. The lot could happen depending on this Iron Bowl. Yeah, lot see that's where the Iron Bowl almost has a little more implications than uh, than our game because even oh I even think if, for sure it does even if Ohio State drops I think they still go as before. Yeah, I think if they lose, but then they go to they go and beat Wisconsin or Minnesota yeah, in the Big Ten. I think if they win that, they should be they still easy go. fun. Yeah. Okay. Now here's a uh, here's a little thing for you. Me and well, actually, actually, I'll save that for when we get to the game. The little All teaser. Right. Um, Wisconsin minus two and a half at Minnesota. Weather's going to be bad. I love Wisconsin here. They are just going to run Jonathan Taylor into the ground. They I, are. I, I think the I'm, weather. I think the weather neutralizes Minnesota's passing game. I think that's it's really going to hinder their ability to move the ball. And I think Wisconsin. Wisconsin might throw the ball five times. They are just going to run it into the ground. And I think it's yeah. going to be enough. I, dude, I don't know. At Minnesota, dude, Minnesota got up for that Penn State game. I know, but just like they didn't get up for the Iowa game. I mean, but that Minnesota, was at Iowa. Minnesota's a young team. I, or Wisconsin's been here before. Wisconsin's run defense sucks, too. I, I know, but Minnesota's strength is passing the ball. And with the bad weather, I think that really neutralizes it. I think Wisconsin, with Jonathan Taylor, it's a veteran defense. They've been here before. I think they get it done on the road. All right, let's go head-to-head. You're going to take Wisconsin. I'll take Minnesota. Really? Yep. All right. You even said before this, you liked, you liked my Wisconsin. I did, and now I'm, uh, now I'm full. I'm in. My oars are in the water with P.J. Fleck, and I'm rolling that boat, baby. Is it just because I'm on it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Um, so moving on, we got Texas A&M at LSU. Texas oh, cool. oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I was looking at this. Texas A&M, um, <laughs> getting, get, they're plus 17. Um, I don't know. I think they keep this close. I think at Death Valley? It. No. LSU's rolling. You think? Yeah, I do. I think A&M is a broken team at this point. They've played so many top 10 teams. They've just been getting just mutilated by the top ten. I mean, they hung around with Georgia last week. Yeah, they did, but I think LSU is substantially better than Georgia. That's completely fair. I just think it's at it's at that value. Is it a night game? No, it's like three thirty no. maybe. Yeah, I think it's I think it is the three thirty slot. Oh, no, because no, uh, because that's Auburn, Alabama. Yeah, Auburn Alabama is that might be a night game at that valley. LSU's gonna roll. Yeah, all right, probably. Yeah. All right, and then moving on, we have Oklahoma at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma's laying 13 and a half. Just checked, that is a night game at Death Valley. Yeah. Tigers by a million. Um, Oklahoma getting 13 and a half here. Um, Oklahoma Ooh. State's quarterback's out. They still have Chubb, Chubba Hubbard, but. Um, I th- think Oklahoma should cover this. I don't know. No Oklahoma State quarterback, though? I don't know what's his face over there. Well, who's their coach? Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy. Yeah, Mike Gundy. He's got. I don't know. 
if I think I had to play anything in this game, I th- even though even with the quarterback, I think with the quarterback being out, I'll take the under on Oklahoma State. Yeah, I think it's like sixty-eight. It's still pretty high. Yeah. Yep. They, I mean, both those teams both give up a million points, but I just don't think that with that the quarterback being in in this in this game, I don't think that he's um, going to be able to light it up and keep it within the number. So I think I'd just take the under. Yep. All right, Josh. So we've all been waiting for. It is that since time the, since the origin of this podcast. I mean, I feel like we talked. I think we talked about this like the first episode. Yeah, this is the game of the century. Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. No, I'm um, kidding. Um, I would say 2006 was, and then also two versus three in 2016 also could have been dubbed that as well, but not this one. This one is still a big game. Still always as, a big as game. Josh, will be. As Josh adjusts his Michigan hat for this, um, the game which I was talking about, Michigan <laughs> at home against Ohio State. Ohio um, State laying nine. Yeah, Ohio State laying nine. I am all over that. Question. Uh, here's my proposition. I made this deal with Nate. I want to get this in writing somewhere, see if we can get this enacted. So, Michigan goes, goes on, wins the game by two or three. Very close game. Michigan wins. Okay. But you guys go on, win the national championship. Do you take that deal? Yeah. Okay. Good. Let's, can I write that down somewhere? Let's get this signed, sealed, delivered. I've got the two biggest Buckeye fans that I know all agreed on it. Can we get this? Oh God! I would. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, and I would. I'd be so happy for you guys, national champs. But we still beat you. That would be just. That's fine. That's okay. Mm, You're gonna gonna you're gonna give me a national championship. Yeah, I'll give you a championship. But do you have to? Though every time you talk about that national championship season, you have to say, "Well, we just couldn't beat Michigan. No, we just couldn't do it." Oh, oh. Yeah, but if you if you if if you think about it, if they win the national championship, no one's gonna remember that they lost. Oh, Michigan. I will. Everyone in Ann Arbor will. Ooh, yeah, but kidding. that's it. You know what? I, who cares? You know, we're both happy with it. Let's get that done. Let's sign. <laughs> let's get that notarized by a lawyer. Oh, man, I wish. But, yeah, like I said, uh, let's get into some of my reasons for optimism. Do we want to do that? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's, let's get into why Josh is going to go full overboard. Just talking about it. Just thinking about it now. I'm getting butterflies. I'm, oh, by the way, this is always the night where you can't sleep. I don't know. I don't know about you, but I'm always just like, oh, that's a good wait. Anyway, one, Michigan is playing their best football of the year. I can't say that I've been able to say that going into this game under Jim Harbaugh. That's fine. 2016, they. Wilton Spate got hurt and just coming off a loss to Iowa. You know, they're not, they're not, they're kind of hobbling into the game. And it seems like that's what about last year? Um, the defense. Yeah. No, I mean, everyone was picking Michigan, but I don't know if I can say they were playing their best football. I mean, I guess, I guess. Um, we all know how that one turned out. Either, either way. Right now, they're, they're playing their best football of the year. They're putting good offensive performances together. Two. The offense is starting to look like the offense I thought we were going to get at the beginning of the year. They are, I, I don't care about the faces you're making. They are letting their best players be their best players. You can't deny that. Against Michigan State, they did it. Against Indiana, they did it. They're starting to like just open it up a little bit. That's true. Number three, it's at home. Look in the past 10 years, even under Brady Hoke, Michigan plays much better in this game at home. As they should. As they should. But I'm just saying that's another reason for confidence. 
2017, John O'Crust is the quarterback. We had – you guys were much better. Dwayne Haskins came in. That was his coming out party. I was at that game. Um, yeah, just but John, John pull O'Korn his dick had, out right there in the big house and just let you have it. He did. But either way, I'm saying 2017, that team is terrible. Bad Michigan team. And they had the ball down four with a chance to win with four minutes left. 2015, mm-hmm. not the same. We got blown out, but we're going to skip that one. <laughs> 2013 was the year that Michigan won six games, and all they needed was a two-point conversion stop to win that game. I'm just saying they always play better at home in this rivalry, and as they should, and I think that's why I'm getting a little bit more hope. <laughs> and for those reasons, we're the Shark Tank. I'm in. I'm in. Um, I don't know. I just think that Ohio State's going to roll in this game. Um, oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I definitely – the rational part of my brain is like, you know, it's going to be – 28-10, it's going to be a thumping. Like, you know, I, I definitely see that too, but I'm also – I just – I just if we, if they had the opportunity <coughs> to blow it open, like well, late will. third quarter, late fourth quarter, I want them to blow it open. I want the big house to be dead silent. I want them to roll in this it game. It won't be dead silent. It's never dead silent. You guys always do the OHIO in the, in the stadium. I've had to well, listen yeah, to that, that like three times. Yeah, the dead silence from Michigan fans. I want the Ohio State fans to be yelling everything. But um, I don't know. I just think with I think that Justin Fields I, – like I just think I think they prepare better, harder, just every everything. I think they just prepare better than – Michigan does every year. I think in this game means a million times more to them than it does to you guys. Um, and I think they come, they're going to come in here with a business plan and they're going to come take care of business and get out and then go to the playoff. Okay. Thoughts on the weather. Do you think that helps or hurts or just is a non-factor? Uh, I don't think, I don't think it helps. I don't think it hurts, but I don't think it's a non-factor. I think it's a factor, but we just saw, what Ohio State can do in the rain on the ground with J.K. Dobbins and Justin Fields. Justin no, Fields I, had, yeah. in the first quarter, in the first quarter of the Penn State game, third and 11, scrambled for 15 yards and picked up a first down um, on his legs. We J.K. Dobbins we'll was running all over. We'll see at least two or three of those field scrambles for, on third and longs, I guarantee it. At, at, least, yeah, at least, at least. And I, I'd be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, was keeping, like, him and J.K. ran a lot of read options. Um, but I just think that J.K. Dobbins showed why he's in a, a very good running back last week in the rain against Penn State, who was supposed to have uh, a really good run defense. Now, thoughts on – so after the two fumbles against Penn mm-hmm. State, in the bad weather, Ryan Day got very conservative on two or three straight drives. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on – like if the game is tight in the third quarter, I think that obviously bodes well for Michigan – do you think it could get? Do you think he gets a little conservative? Pulls a I think little James Franklin he, action. I think he gets conservative, but at the same time, I mean, he came back and, and opened it up right back up, and they threw a touchdown pass. And um, you just gotta wonder why, why, like, why even get conservative? Like, I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense to me. I, I don't mean, know. I get I mean, it. You don't want to turn it over on three straight possessions. I understand, but like, I don't know. I just feel like when you have Justin Fields and you have Chris, you gotta slowly rebuild confidence. I think in your offense and the guy who carried the ball. I guess. Um, I don't know that if it's if it's him being so conservative or it's more the fact that he just wants to get plays like plays in and plays down 
so they can start to get a rhythm back because that kind of takes out all their rhythm, your mojo when you turn the ball over two straight times and all of a sudden your 21 point lead's gone. Yeah, no, 100%. But I do, and I, the weather also, I don't think is that big for Michigan either because you guys have J.K. Dobbins. So it's, it's not like it's. I think just, we have the better running back, the yeah, better quarterback. 100%. You guys have the better receivers, but I think we have the better running back and quarterback, no doubt. Completely fair. You, you, you do concede that Michigan has a better receivers though? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, just a little shout out. Tony Messer, true Buckeye will not admit that. And I just think that's laughable. I mean, it's, I mean, ta- it's just, talent, talent wise, you guys yeah. got it. Yeah. Just pure natural talent. Donovan Peoples yeah. Jones and Nico Collins are NFL yeah. receivers. Yeah. But so like Chris Olave will be an NFL receiver. No. Yeah. yeah. But I just think I, I think on talent, Michigan has Benjamin Victor's had I, some I drops. So, I mean, just, I think talent wise, you guys definitely have that. I mean, if you go to every other position group too, I, I'd say the offensive line is probably about even. Yeah, it's not, yeah, it's not I, super one-sided. Yeah, I think I maybe give a slight edge to Ohio State, but I mean, I don't think it's D line. Obviously, you guys. Yeah, um, DBs us. Close, I'd say linebackers is probably close. I don't even know uh, who your linebacker. Who even are your linebackers? Dude, I don't fucking know. Okay, so I would say Michigan has the edge in line, but either way. Ohio State, I think I heard on a podcast, Ohio State has, like, 36 five-stars, and I think Michigan has, like, five. Like, just, the talent – Yeah, I mean, Ohio State is head and shoulders above everyone else in the Big Ten talent-wise. And it's yeah, just, but they're – I mean, shows. they're slowly becoming DBU in the sense, like, they, their DBs are – like, they, they strictly play man coverage, and they, like, they're I on islands I didn't all the time. I discredit you. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I didn't – I'm just saying, like, the, the, they let their corners go out Ohio and, State plays and play. a little bit of zone, too. Very rarely. It's about the same as Michigan. They play about 80% man-to-man and then about 20% zone. Yeah, so that's what I'm just saying. These, the, the, But I would rather have Ohio State's DBs on an island. Who are your safeties? When, with uh, the Michigan, rather than Michigan's DBs. Do you know so, who the safeties are? No. <laughs> Great expert analysis there. All right, that is our, our game preview. We're going to try um, – if I don't end up going to the game, we're going to try to do a instant reaction uh, post, which I think we can, we can definitely. Uh, yeah. We're definitely going to get a post game uh, press conference instant, from instant reaction, instant reaction video, something we'll record. We'll do something. We'll get, we'll get some content out there. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Just stay tuned if we're at around like three thirty ish. Cause somebody's going to be happy and somebody's going to be sad. Oh, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Let's, you know, let's tone down. My my excitement is growing by the hour. My confidence is growing by the hour. So let's let's bring it back to earth. Let's humble you a little bit. Let's talk about your lie downs. Not only a loss to the Bears this yesterday, but how about a loss to the Skins? Love it. Love, oh, I mean, love, I mean, it, love it. I mean, it's good, but it's also like, is it time to move on from Patricia and Quinn? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Jim, I don't know. I think, I think, I think. You got to get Quinn out of there. I think you get them both out. No, I think, I think you got to get both. Quinn out of there. I just don't understand. Like, Matt just is, like, afraid to rush, rush the passer right now, which makes no sense. Um, But fucking – I think they both I, I'm so – like, I, I'm just curious because I, I, the only reason I'm hesitant is I'll give them one more chance. If they tank hard enough and they get <laughs> – a good DN, let's just say a miracle would happen, Chase Young. Um, not happen. 
if they can if they can draft a high defensive player and, and be right on him, then I, I had to have hope because like if you think about it, obviously the season's in the shitter when you're starting running back and you're starting quarterback are out. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah, can't do much with that. And I think the way that they're blowing these games are perfect. <laughs> it doesn't look like they they're coming out and just getting slaughtered. They come out, they take a lead, they hold it for at least a quarter or two, and then all of a sudden the wheels just fall off. Matt Patricia shits himself, and then we lose the game. It's perfect. I just don't know how – what has Matt Patricia done in two years to give you even just a shred of, like, hope or confidence in him? He's supposed to be a defensive guru. He's, yeah, his team I know. is the worst defense in the league. I know. But that's why – okay, so he's still only two years in. Like, it's not – you're not going to change that around in two years in the NFL. Like, things take time. You can't just turn around a franchise like that. I just, that's I, my only I thing. Think he's, I think he's a fraud of a coach. Look at look at all the Belichick assistants. And Quinn has missed. Quinn has had some bad draft picks. Tease Tabor yeah. in the second round. Yeah. Jared, Davi- Jared Davis. Jared Davis. Yeah, Jared Davis. I mean, he's there, but he's not anything. If you took Jared Davis in like the fourth round, I'd be like, oh, it was a solid pick. Yeah. Kenny Galladay was fine. That, that's a good pick. I'll give him that one. Or how about Kenny, a long snapper in like the fourth or fifth round? Like what? Is, like Kenny I, Galladay and and he did get a steal with Marvin Jones. I like the addition of Bo Scarborough. That I, was out of nowhere. Yeah, I don't know. I just think they're both. Just, if you're tanking, might as well just start it all over again. Yeah. Well, I mean, I it, well, in, under your logic, if you're firing Quinn, you're you're definitely firing Patricia because the new GM is going to bring in their own guy anyway. That's true, but I don't know. Like I said, I'll give it another year, and we'll analyze from so there. Saying, but, so you're saying one more year with the entire staff, then? Yeah. Quinn. Okay. All right. And okay, if they make the playoffs, then that's fine. Keep everyone. There you go. That's all I got to do. Yeah. Now how about how about win a playoff game? That's fine too. I'll take you right. more. Let's get off the that depressing organization. Let's get some college basketball in the mix here. Yeah, let's get it. Well, big big we for college basketball. Um, it, it was feast week. It is feast week. Um, let's start with, the, I think, the biggest news, and then we can trickle down into some, into some other news. Um, Duke loses at home to SF Austin. First loss at home against an unranked team since 2000. They were 150 and 0. 150 and 0. And now they're 150 and 1. I think the biggest thing to take out of this is. There's not an elite team this year in college basketball. There just isn't. That's my thing is, is yeah, we're going to get into this. Michigan State lost to Virginia Tech. But right now, I think there are so many teams trying to find out who they are. It's November. Yeah. Um, I'd rather be playing better basketball in March than I am playing, oh, than playing basketball well, in yeah. November. But I'm just saying, I think a lot of teams are – like every everyone's slowly coming around to like trying to – believe in who they are and what they're what they're trying to do as a team because i think duke's supposed to be like this like oh we have more we have more upperclassmen this year you know blah blah whatever and they lose at home to sf austin you know what i'm saying oh, kentucky yeah. loses michigan state loses uh ever just it feels like all these top teams are are just kind of stumbling out of the gate and i mean i don't really have a problem with it now but if one of these losses came in like February or January, then that's an issue. Yeah. hundred percent. We're going to find out what team is like, what team is better and what team uh, has an actual shot winning the national championship Tuesday in East Lansing when Duke plays Michigan state. It's fair. 
That's fair. Moving on. Jawan Howard got his first signature win much earlier than we thought was going to. Michigan takes down North Carolina and Cole Anthony in the battle for Atlantis. Blake, give me a take. Just give me something. You're going to love this. I think North Carolina sucks. Oh, my God. I think they're so bad. Do you, Okay, Michigan has I think they're win. so Michigan bad. Michigan the best win between Ohio State and Michigan State. They have the best win right now, and you can't even deny that. That's fine. Okay. Against the U, a six seed, uh, a six overall UNC team. Oh, I thought you were going to say they're going to be a six seed in the tournament. That's oh no. Take. Um, but I, I don't, th- I don't think North Carolina is good. I want that on. There. I don't think they're good. Cole, they, they literally run everything through Cole Anthony. If you don't think they're good, why'd you bet on them? Because I hate Michigan. Just such a hate bet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you uh, fucking gonna, think? And you're going to take Gonzaga today, aren't you? Probably. <laughs> Why would I not? Either way, I I don't know. I think I think for a Michigan team that a lot of people thought were going to be struggling to make the tournament, beating Iowa State and North Carolina in back-to-back games, I think that's huge for the resume. Um, I think they're kind of showing that they're not going to be overlooked. They're not they're not going to be this struggling middling team. They still have a lot of talent from last year. Uh, Eli Brooks has been a big surprise. Um, Livers is really living up to the hype, and, and Teske is a legit center in the Big Ten. Teske's a good center. Um, I just think that the way that if you guys keep playing the way you guys do, you will be a team this year that lives and dies by the three-point shot. Oh, they, that's definitely where they're at right now. Like, but. you guys are you guys are living by it right now because they're all going in. Like, the Julius is coming in. Putting oh, my in God. The Julius has been an animal. Yeah, the Julius is coming in, hitting big shots. Like you said, Livers – they're all they're all hitting these these consistent. I mean, you guys are I, God knows what you guys are shooting from three point range, but it's, it's pretty really good. good. Yeah. Um, I'm just I would that'd be my long term concern if I was a Michigan fan of, is if this if this shooting is sustainable the rest of the season because we had so many questions going into the season about that. Yeah. Um, and right now, yeah, it's great. Like you could go and win this little tournament, but it's also November. I, no, 100%. I, but I just think it's completely fair to have a little bit of confidence instilled from – I'd rather from, face from, adversity in in November than in January. That's completely fine. But with what we were looking at with coming into the year with Michigan, I'm very pleased with what what I've seen so far. And I think that's fair to – That's fine. To have. I'm just – I'm curious to see when Big Ten play starts getting going. Oh, no. I mean, I mean listen, this and is – how very, you guys fend against a Purdue, a Michigan State, an Ohio State – Minnesota. I mean, this is this is their stretch, and it started so at Iowa, or well, okay, so uh, Iowa, North Carolina. Yeah, Kansas. Iowa just Iowa just upset Texas Tech. So Iowa State, yeah, Iowa State, North Carolina, Gonzaga. That's who they're going to play. That's who they played in this tournament. Yeah. Then they turn around. The Bad Boy <laughs> Mowers Classic, whatever the hell no, it was. It's definitely the battle for Atlantis, where the last two national champions have won. So. Oh, but it's called it's called the Bad Boy Mowers something for Atlantis. No, it's the battle for Atlantis. That's all it is. Hey, I'd rather win the battle for Atlantis than uh, get bounced from the Maui invitation in the first round. Anyway, there uh, so anyway, Tuesday, Tuesday we turn around, we go to Louisville at number two Louisville. We're going to find out a lot about Michigan there. Uh, then they play Iowa, Illinois, and then they play number eleven Oregon. So we're after we're we're almost halfway through this stretch here. We'll have a really good idea of what this team is. Come it is the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis. So you know, fuck you. Either way, the last two national championships have won the battle for Atlanta, so that's fine. You can't, you can't diminish it. That's fine. 
All right, well, let's talk about Maui. Let's talk about the Maui Gym, Maui Invitational. MSU struggled. They struggled big time. They dropped the first opening game to Virginia Tech. Not a great Virginia Tech team. A team that lost their head coach. They're lost undefeated. Their best, lost their two best players to the transfer portal. Um, yeah, yeah, well, when you have 16 turnovers, you can't win a game. When you don't um, – Mich- get- Michigan had 20 against uh, North Carolina. Won by double digits. I mean, yeah, but okay. Whatever. I'm just I saying, just think that not a great showing out in, uh, out in Hawaii for sure. No, it wasn't, but I, they don't have a consistent starting five yet, and they, don't, they still don't know who they are. They still Do don't we, know if Malik Hall is going to play big, those big minutes. Now Marcus Bingham Jr. is going to come in, or it's going to be Kithier, or then Aaron's going to come off the bench. Who the fuck knows? Uh, can we put out a missing persons report for Xavier Tillman? Uh, yeah, he has been playing terrible. Yeah, he had, a double, double. he had a double-double in whatever game and all this. And I'm like, dude – he has played garbage yeah. in these first couple of games. Like, I, I don't garbage. know. Garbage. This is looking like, I don't even know. Last year, he was, I thought he should have tested the waters after last year. After, after the run he had, he played really well. And uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with Xavier Tillman. I don't know either, but they got to figure that out down low because I was, I mean, between Cassius. Aaron just, Henry and Cassius Roger Watts, they can, himself. yeah, they can they can put the ball in the bucket, but it's like, dude, they can't rebound. They need somebody down there. Kithier is just not strong enough. Kithier's no. not good. Kithier's never been the answer, never will be the answer. Kithier's a good filler guy. He's not a starter. Yeah, no, and so I think that you have to. I, I'm really curious to see how they work in Malik Hall and Gabe Brown and and those type of guys because Gabe Brown can come in and get you big minutes, no doubt. For, He's a for long Justin. body. For as bad as Tillman has been, Gabe Brown has been just as like good as a positive surprise. Yeah, um, I think Malik Hill's been a great surprise as well. Malik, Malik Hall, Malik Hall, and um, I just I don't know. I think they have a lot to figure out, but Tom no, Izzo's team be always it will be fine. Yeah, I think they're gonna still win the Big Ten and murder just about everyone they play in the Big Ten. But I don't know if I say that i don't know if i go that far but they should still win the big time they i'm really curious to see how how they play against duke at home after duke coming off that loss yeah and and you guys coming off a disappointing stretch in maui so exactly so who's gonna be more focused that's 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 the thing i guess yeah all right let's get into the picks all right final segment of the day degenerates picks boy did i have a tough week last week How about Josh with a nice little four and zero, and Blake with an zero and four? Just zero for a- four. First, first zero for on this on this damn podcast. That is it's a bagel. Dropping a bagel. I didn't even think that could ever happen. No. And then Josh, yeah, it, Josh, and Josh, I just Josh four winners. Yeah. And I what hated odds? the board last week. I had some brutal games. BYU blew it late. Cincinnati blew it. Marshall sucked. And East Carolina just didn't even have a chance from this coin flip of that game. Yep. So, um, but we're moving on. I love the board. <laughs> we're on, we're on, you told me before you don't really love it. It's fine. It's a fine it's, board. It's, it's all right, but I still love it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All well, right. I'll get into my picks. As you heard earlier, I think Wisconsin minus three is a very nice play. Um, I think the weather really plays in Wisconsin's favor. I think – Wisconsin's been there before, and I think Minnesota, this is all still pretty new for them. Game day is going to be there. Um, yeah, I just – I think Wisconsin, the veteran, the weather, they have the best player on the field, Jonathan Taylor, I think that will prevail. 
Uh, I like Nebraska plus four and a half today. Um, I just think Iowa's kind of a square pick, and Nebraska's going to be – they're at home. They're fighting for for bowl. Uh, they're, they're fighting for their sixth win. Uh, I don't think Iowa's very good anyway. Um, I don't know. I just think – I think Scott Frost, for he, he hasn't really lived up to what he's been set all to be, and I think it's really important for his program to get to a bowl in year two, especially when everyone's picking him to win the West. So I think he knows how important this game is. And they're getting four and a half at home. So um, I like the Alabama-Auburn over 48 and a half. Um, I just – yeah, with all the talent on Alabama's offense, I know it's Max Jones, but I think they will have enough firepower. And and I think Auburn being at home will kind of lift the offense a little bit up too. I don't love that play, but it, it's on the card. Uh, and finally, LSU minus 17. It's a home game, night game at Death Valley. Uh, I think A&M's just get their beaten up at this point. They've played like five top five teams. I think they're just done. I think LSU rolls. That's fine. All right, there's Josh's card. Um, I'm going to start off with I like SMU minus three against Tulane. Um, I think SMU comes back on bounce back um, against Navy, um, and they come out. I think they're just going to steamroll Tulane. Um, I like Baylor minus fourteen against Kansas. Kansas is so dead; it's a joke. You were all aboard the last miles train earlier in the year. Well, yeah, because he fucked me over one week and then he <laughs> saved me the next week. Um, and then I like UCF. Minus 23 and a half against USF. And finally. <laughs> the battle of the Florida acronyms. Yeah. Um, USF just fucking stinks. No, hey, they turned the corner. Shut up. Yeah. Um, and then my lock of the week. How many birds? How many? Ohio State minus nine against Michigan. How many realistic Let's units? Go, baby. How many units are we looking at here? A lot of units. Give me a number. Give me how many units are going on this game? A lot. I don't. I don't. I don't know yet. I can't give you an answer. I don't depends know. Depends on how today goes. It depends on how today goes. It depends. I don't know. It just it. It's it at least depends. four. At least four units. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. This is this is probably gonna be single handedly the biggest college college football game I think I've ever gambled on. So, um. I love Ohio State here. I can't get over it. Wow. You can't get over it. Last year you gave them to me at plus money. I took it then. It took a there's gonna be a lot of lot of money right on this game, that's for sure. Tomorrow, about twenty twenty-two hours, twenty-two and a half hours. We are we have a big day. That's all I have to say. Yes, it will do. be we have a big day tomorrow, Blake. Yeah, if we do. You know what, Josh? I'm gonna be nice. Good luck to you and your team. I wish you no luck because you've had all the luck, and I need I need a little more luck. So I'm not giving you any of my luck. Just kidding. Fuck you. Go Bucks. Don't stop believing.